Welcome back to another episode of Attempted Delivery. I'm Damianopoulos, and with me, as always, is Sean Dick and Chiefs. Um, real, real quick before we kind of get into the episode, I came across this thing, um, and it might mean nothing to anybody uh, except for my Baltimore peoples, which at this point are probably the only people listening. So. Any of my Baltimore peoples, if you have a phone, which I'm sure you do in close proximity, just Google Key Brewing Company, Key Brewing Company, Diamonds and Domes. Diamonds and Domes. And, di- and, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a picture real quick. And if you already know what this is, it's going to kind of like ruin the whole thing. But like, if you see this structure, what, what do you think it is? Is that? It looks like off the top. It looks like a cross, and it looks like two like church things. Honestly, already diamonds and domes. Oddly phallic, but (laughs) yeah, I don't. It's it's not quite phallic. So in Baltimore, this is um, affectionately known as the golden titties. (laughs) So. What sure. that is, that is the Baltimore shit plant. Really? Yep. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious that this beer gave diamonds and domes, and they threw that on on the on the on the on the label. Yeah, that is that and is the, the Baltimore shit plant. shit plant. Yeah, yeah. Why would they do that? Because it's funny. Oh, so they're, they, it's funny. They're being, yeah, they're being funny. Yeah, yeah. I, that's, I, that's I pretty... came across that and I was like, that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Not appetizing, but that is funny. No, <laughs> if if you get within a mile or two radius of that, you can smell it. When you're oh, coming yeah. around six ninety five, you can see it. But yeah, <laughs> it's it's affectionately known as the golden titties because it's two huge gold domes. They look cool, kind of. Yeah, it looks cool, and you're like, "What is that?" It's like <laughs> that is a shit plant, and it's funny. It's it's kind of between Dundalk and Essex, yeah, which are sections of of Baltimore and uh, ninety eight Rock. The the radio station i don't know if they would host it or they would always talk about it there was like either like a two-hand touch or flag football game yeah between dundalk and essex and whoever lost had to claim that the shit plant was in their (laughs) part of town (laughs) that's really that's that's real that's real cute that's hilarious um but yeah if you get within a few minutes of it you can smell it you can see it as you're coming around 695 that's hilarious i've actually look that cool I've actually been up in it. Really? You've been up in the shit? Indeed. <laughs> uh, in the early to mid-2000s, I was working doing um, what they call direct marketing, door-to-door sales, yeah. shucking these like shitty framed art prints of like Monet, Van Gogh kind of things. Yeah. Like door-to-door, you go to home businesses. Um, you, your job is just to go see 100 people and... Be the horribly annoying. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Um, and you, you could make money doing it, but like, yeah, everyone would hate you most of the day. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, who cares? But me and my friend thought it would be funny to go like, well, let's go pitch the people there. They probably, no one has ever gone there before. So let's just go pitch the people. So we just pulled in. There is like zero security. <laughs> so attention to any terrorists out there. If you just want to like, <laughs> if you just want to ruin the day for many, many people, if you blew that thing up, it would just like. It would be the world's biggest like stink bomb, like on yeah, half a city. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't, it wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't hurt anyone? 
But yeah, it, there was there after. There was very few people, but there was zero security. We literally just rolled up and got out and just started like hauling a box of artwork around the place. We went in ground level. There was a really loud kind of like open like factory section yeah and they had earplugs we put them up our nose <laughs> so we could walk yeah, around yeah. there and just not be constantly smelling <laughs> shit because it permeated your being yeah like <laughs> how'd you feel after that was it worth it well we'll get into that we'll get into that we uh we were just walking around the plant and then we found the elevator to actually go up in the structure like yeah that connects the two golden globes <laughs> there um so we like went up and we like found a person. We like pitched them. They were just like, "What the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> like, why are you even bothering us right now?" Um, but we actually like went up and there, there was I think one, if anybody up there, maybe one person. But we went over and like you can kind of like look down into the golden structures. Like yeah, yeah. you couldn't really see anything, but it was like, huh? You were up there, um, but it, it was just like. We were just doing it for the gag, just to say we did it, yeah, and yeah. The, the humor of it. And then we just kind of like left and went about our day, and we didn't, uh, we didn't drop a single piece after that. <laughs> and we realized like we smell like shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't smell it, but everybody else can. Right, you can't go into Royal Farms for a minute and not leave without smelling like fried chicken. Like, yeah, yeah. if you go up into the shit plant of Baltimore, like. <laughs> That's your life for the rest of the day. So we were going into doors and like, like trying to like pitch people, and they were like, "Oh yeah, what's nothing? <laughs> nothing. We're good. No, you should leave. <laughs> you should leave yeah. right now. Actually, <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just a wild experience. But I just there's no really big point to the story. But I just happened to come across that, <laughs> and any of my uh, Baltimore friends and family that are listening, like I think would find that humorous. That's actually. That's on, really on the beer I wonder label. what the beer tastes like. It's an IPA, so I don't see why they would call it that. If it's a stout, it should be a stout, right? Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> something. But yeah, it's <laughs> that's pretty sweet. That's funny that they look cool. I'm pretty sure the one in York just—I don't even know what it looks like, but I know it smells like shit. Right. I'm right. assuming. I I didn't. I mean, maybe it's pretty. I don't know. I just got to take a trip up there. <laughs> um. Yeah, it was just, it, it's funny because that, it is a huge structure that's, like, interesting looking. Nothing else looks like it. And you're like, what is that? It's gold? Why did they make it gold? Like, they had to make it beautiful. It could have just been, like, black and nondescript. Yeah. It's something like... Could have been a factory. <laughs> yeah. Why, why exactly are these huge golden, you know... Yeah, that's like, really that's, weird. Like, yeah. we're, uh, the architect was like, I think we need to make this look good. <laughs> that's. I wonder how many people, like, tourists, tourists to Baltimore... And just go in there and are like, hey, what are those really pretty ta- like towers over there? Like, right. oh, I, funny thing about those those uh, those domes. <laughs> we call them the golden titties. Right. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, that was my uh, useless uh, anecdote. <laughs> what else we got uh, going on? Uh, not much there's not really much going on i did see an article that made me fucking laugh uh with all the controversy surrounding dave Chappelle here re- well not too recently at, at this point but uh yeah. there was like a there's a festival and netflix what is a is a joke festival and there was a bunch of people like it there's an article i guess this is nbc i don't know what it, yeah nbc or something 
And it literally just says, it's the funniest thing. It says, Dave Chappelle on first night of Netflix festival addresses Fuhrer over, Fuhrer? Did I say Fuhrer? Is that (laughs) (laughs) Fuhrer over The Closer, his like most recent special at the time. And it literally says nothing. Like it says, it basically says that he talked about it. Because everybody's phone's locked up because bigger, you know, the bigger comedians like, you know, Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart, Joe Rogan, these fuckers, they can't have, they can't even have shows anymore without people trying to film them the whole time. Right. So somebody doesn't take one half a, half a joke out of context and say, he said this. Yeah. He said this. It's like, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So (laughs) it basically, I mean, it says, I don't know. It says that he mentions Leah Thomas or whatever. And it literally just says like, it says that he talked about it. That's all it says. It's fucking hilarious where journalism is gone (laughs) because they are just out of town. Were they talking about any reactions to it? It it said the audience in tens of thousands appeared to react enthusiastically to his set, laughing and cheering. (laughs) Although some could perceive the jokes as offensive. So a bunch of comedy fans went to a comedy festival and heard a comedian tell jokes. Uh, evidently, yeah. Where words were said. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, they should right. they could have said that. I mean, that would have been more articulate for <laughs> right. them to have said that. Okay. It's so it's just it's, Chappelle also weighed in on the war in Ukraine, Donald Trump's future presidential ambitions, and Will Smith's slap of Chris Rock at the 94th Academy Awards. Hmm. So comedian discusses current topics wild <laughs> wow yeah it's uh it, journalism's dead <laughs> it's <laughs> just says event was hosted by comedian jeff ross i mean they're literally just i mean they're just writing about some something, something happened. happened we have we have no information yeah. or well and it's yeah. the funniest part is bitch you are a journalist you don't yeah. have better note-taking skills than that you should right. be able to recite the whole the whole thing, right? Like, this though is your I, job. Though I do respect that. I'd rather have that than some article come out, Chappelle slams so-and-so True, and yeah. talks shit yeah. about so-and-so, and Which, uh, yeah, but Chappelle that, outrages, uh-huh. or people outraged at new Chappelle joke or something like that. Like So at least at least they're not doing that shit. But they're just going but so lazy the in the other direction what where you it's just like... Said? Is that if they did actually have quotes, that is what they would have done. Because that's well, what right. they do. So like <laughs> they would have done that if they had the information. So it's like, why don't you just do that now? Like why don't you just keep your same energy? It's all you write anyways, just <laughs> slam pieces. That's all like anybody does anymore. So like right. <laughs> it should have just been what it said anyway. <laughs> but it's just goofy that they couldn't like you should be able to I don't know. I think he actually talked about that in the previous special. He definitely talked about that in a previous special about like nobody they they the jur- there was a journalist in the crowd and unfortunately for me he took impeccable notes. <laughs> and I think he was talking about when like Trump was running for president or whatever. Mm. He said like hey maybe we'll give him a shot or some shit and then like they wrote an article about like Dave Chappelle supports <laughs> oh, right, Donald right. Trump or whatever. Right, right. <laughs> so it's like that is what they do. That's what they would have done either way. True. So it's funny that True. they didn't just Make make shit up at that point because that's what they usually do. They just take something out of context and right say he's a piece of shit because he said this. Yeah, so I thought that was very funny. Looking up topics to talk about, it was like 
<laughs> this is due for a couple of minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other c- major comedy news, yeah. we uh, checked out another open mic uh, locally. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had gone up to uh, Harrisburg to uh, Boomerang's uh, Harrisburg Comedy Zone. Yeah, zone. Yeah, they have a couple um, names. They don't do branding. We talked right. about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and we're like super excited, a little intimidated, um, but like it, it you know, it seemed like the place to go, and we weren't sure of of many others. I randomly passed by some place a couple weeks ago, like Phantom Power. What is that? Like, yeah, yeah. like you were saying, sounds like a gay club. <laughs> um, and they do like live music and stuff. But then, like I, you know, the the evil digital big brother that kind of watches over <laughs> our conversations and stuff all of a sudden started showing me ads for phantom power like with comedians and open mic night and, yeah. and they do showcase nights and stuff like that so um we went and checked out uh one of their open mics um and it was it was interesting like you know definitely a different experience than harrisburg yeah, it was a lot less um, polished yeah what was, what was your first impression i guess going in there well, our first impression was, oh, this is sick because it looks like a fucking sick music venue. Mm-hmm. So it, like the, I mean, it looks like what, uh, what I believe the Chameleon Club was in Lancaster before it closed, which I regret never going to. Right, a little uh, smaller, but same kind of setup, sort of. Where yeah. there's there's like the ground floor, and then above there's like um, sections that kind of horseshoe around the stage venue area. Yeah. Almost like a balcony in a theater, mm, but right, very right. way smaller. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I thought, I mean, it looked sick. I, I was kind of like bugging out because it looked just like kind of sick. And we were talk- I know we were talking about like we started talking about music first because mm-hmm. it's kind of like the venues you used to do when you yeah, played music. It, it felt, it was, it was almost like I had a little PTSD. Like I had to <laughs> fucking start setting up my amp and shit or something. Like it, it was... It was very of the um, like kind of smaller venue shows where you're playing to the other bands and their girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I th- we I think we're the only people who were not going up that night, <laughs> except for maybe one or two other people that you know. Maybe like, yeah. I think, and I don't remember seeing the dude because he was laughing. He was giving big laughs, right? Um, and I don't remember seeing him go up to do it. And it was so funny because. The fucking host. I mean, she was like, she's she. They we were very much were like sticking out because we were like, like he said, the only two fucking people there, right? Not going up. <laughs> so they she actually like like referenced like, us. Yeah, we were like, who are these people? Like, what are these people doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> you mean security? Like, who are these dudes? And uh, she even said like, so. We're kind of working this. She basically explained, which is hilarious, because we're sitting here talking about <laughs> do trying to do comedy and try it out for ourselves, and she's explaining to us what we're like about to watch. It's like, oh geez, <laughs> didn't say anything. I just laughed and like, yeah. She's like, you ever go to a music open mic? It's kind of like that, but you don't expect the person with the guitar to be great. Or whatever. Right, 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 right. It was it was it was very sweet. It was nice. She was but she was, was really funny. She, she was, was funny I mean too. I mean, obviously she's earned that spot as host, so she was probably the funniest person that night, like Yeah, perhaps, yeah. I would think. Like and uh um 
Yeah, she she just felt yeah, more think... she just felt more natural up there. Like, but yeah, it was, yeah, um, yeah. I en- I enjoyed her jokes. I was kind of excited for when she would just get up to host. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? like um, yeah. They, a lot of people were funny. They were. Uh, it was less. Uh, it was less. I guess polished than Harrisburg. For whatever reason, I don't know if because it was literally just us two. Like right, maybe right. we're underestimating how many people are go to like the Harrisburg one, or maybe they just right. maybe they get bigger Every, crowds more often, in, so they're more in both. People are working stuff out, but I feel like just at this one, people were in the earlier stages of perhaps, it yeah, to where people. I think at the Harrisburg ones, people are just working more stuff out, but just with more experience. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with either, or it's not like it's not like the Harrisburg one is better. It's just, I think they're like I think the people going are just at different spots. Maybe. And I think, yeah, it was just a different vibe, like a more yeah, close knit. They're in different like uh, levels of just experience. There's it's yeah, not yeah. not of quality. So like anybody listening to that, I'm not talking shit on quality. It's just different levels of experience to where the people at Harrisburg they've probably been doing it a well, little and longer. They, and I think yeah, and it just seemed like more. Uh, more like they would be more used to a crowd maybe right right whereas like they were it seemed like they were mo like pretty much all just uh like working stuff out right. like at this at phantom power like you're maybe maybe presenting an idea for the first time and then maybe in harrisburg you're fleshing that out a little further yeah yeah perhaps um yeah and there wasn't that big i think there was a couple dudes i think there's a couple I think there were a couple dudes that I thought that I recognized from Harrisburg, mm. but Harrisburg I had a lot more people each night. But right, also right. they're right outside of Harrisburg, so I'm assuming they probably get more like traffic. Right, and right, it's also true. a bar. Like this place was very like way smaller, so that was like what we were there for. Right at the Harrisburg, it was one, the only thing. There wasn't a restaurant attached yes. to it. Yeah, yeah. There was literally thing. nothing so. else there. So which like, I, which I kind of like because that's like that's the focus. Like so, mi- yeah. may- maybe that is the best place to start because like that's the focus. Yeah, you, you don't have somebody who just like ate too much and they're gonna come in yeah, <laughs> just yeah, to yeah. see what's going on in the back room and yeah. kind of like half enjoy it and half be engaged or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. like, I felt like with this one, everyone in that room was there for the same reason and the same purpose, for and sure. like it's like. It, it seemed very cool and and people were very friendly to us and like almost like yeah yeah uh what's the word like a novelty like who are these random people yeah it was kind of funny us, i was thinking practice, yeah we can't go back like, there without going up that's for sure because yeah, i was yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, way we're yeah. gonna go back there and watch again <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> they might they might say something like hey what do you do? Do you want to go up? Like what? <laughs> and we learned from going to the very first one, like that the first one, we like kind of sat up front and then everyone kind of looked at us. If they were kind of doing yeah, sort of crowd fucking, work and did that shit again too. Uh, yeah. But there wasn't any option like the, this place it's, it's interesting and I've never really seen a place like it. And it made sense later on when we thought about it, but like f- from the stage, there's like a 10 foot area where the floor is flat and then there's like maybe a 15, 20 foot incline up to the bar. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's a very weird thing. And they actually had tables on the slam. <laughs> yeah, on the slam. It's like if you put a drink on it, it's just going to slide into yeah, the next yeah. person's lap. But then we thought about it later. It's like. That you thought about it. I never would have figured that out. <laughs> but, 
a music <laughs> venue yeah. for shorter people or just anybody. Well, if everybody's if, the same if height. everyone's on the same height, you're just looking at the person's head and back of you. Though, yeah. though in a small room like that, not a huge deal. Cause no. If no. The, if the, Ceiling's the, the, low, though. And the stage is low. Yeah. The, the higher the stage, the less that's necessary because yeah, everyone's sure. looking up. But the stage is pretty low, so everyone's kind of looking straight, and then you're looking. So so the incline made sense, but it was very weird yeah. uh, traversing it because you're, you know, yeah. like if, if you had a room of 100 drunk people on an incline, that, yeah. that could get really messy, especially <laughs> like I, I don't know if it's a way to discourage moshing. Or, or something, it could be. but yeah, like that could get dangerous. Everyone's going down if you start moshing on <laughs> on on an incline like yeah, that. Yeah. But I, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. I was th- I was thinking that like yeah, it's definitely a sobriety test. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you can make it to the bar to order another drink, you're all right. You're all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of yeah. self regulating. <laughs> yeah, speaking, of, I didn't ask you how your whiskey because you had like a whiskey and coke or whatever. The vodka was good. I think they make it, or they might. No, it's locally sourced. It's all local stuff. Yeah, they like you were saying, there. that's how they that's have right. their license. They yeah, don't have. Which, yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, local breweries in Pennsylvania. I'm sure Pennsylvania's fucking tight about liquor and stuff. I mean, anybody right. out of state, you probably never heard of a state store. That's what right. we call fucking li- you barely because you're from Baltimore. Do For, they have state stores in Baltimore? No, no, no. Baltimore, you can buy liquor anything, yeah. anything anywhere. Okay. They have a liquor store. You can buy everything. In PA, like for our wedding, like if you wanted like beer, beer, wine, liquor, and mixers, and like not only just beer, but like a six-pack versus a case, you have yes. to go to five different stores. Yeah, yep. To, to yeah, do all well, that. mixers yeah. are a wise, so you go to wise markets, but <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, like in Pennsylvania, there's state stores, so the state runs the liquor, like any distilled spirits. They're starting to head in the other. They're starting to head in different directions. I don't because mm-hmm. they're like you know now for years. I mean, literally up until what five years ago, sheets mm-hmm. like didn't like gas stations did not have beer. Right. At all, or you had to go to a beer like distributor, that. at like at all, like completely. You had to go to either a beer beer distributor or a state store. I just guess like wine and spirits, like a state liquor store. They're all state run, and then the beer distributor was like private a private business. And the beer was the case store. If you wanted a case of one thing and a six pack of another, you had to go to two different stores. Oh, that's right. They didn't yeah. used to have six packs. Now, at... now they do. Like, yeah, it yeah. seems like they're kind of. You know, logic is catching up with them. I guess, but, <laughs> but I mean, they didn't have to do but, that. I mean, it's surprising, honestly, because it's like, why you didn't have to do that? But I, they probably got somebody handed somebody money under the table and was like, "Hey, I own fucking sheets. Let's <laughs> let's do this." Because right, that was one right. of the first ones to do it. Right. And then like Wise Markets, Giant, they all have beer now. Mm-hmm. Wegmans always did. Hmm. I think. Maybe they didn't, but I thought Wegmans always had. But we've only recently got a Wegmans here. Well, right? in York, but they had them in uh, Mechanicsburg. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. well, not York, Lancaster, but they had a they had one in Mechanicsburg because I remember going there and I was like, oh, this needs to be in York. <laughs> right. Which now that I in hindsight, it's like, eh, it's probably better suited in Lancaster. I can see why <laughs> they never came to York, but right. But yeah, but yeah, I was curious how your whiskey was because that's good yeah it was good i, I definitely yeah. liked that i got vodka and soda and i definitely liked that but i i forgot to ask you because i was like surprised i was like it's gonna be some fucking well but right, it actually right. was good I yeah was it, like, was, oh, okay. it was decent i would 
you know, if, if, in that situation, if you were just like Jack and Coke, I feel like it was better than that. Yeah. You yeah. know, that tasted like cleaner. Yeah. They usually are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the mass produced right. whiskey. But no, and like the liquor license they have, they brew beer. So they have a brew, most likely they have a brewery license. So they can sell anything that was distilled in Pennsylvania. So that's how it works. Like a restaurant I always go to, um, Mexitali, they have, they brew beer there, but they can sell Pennsylvania liquor. So anything distilled in Pennsylvania, same thing with other places. Some the distilleries, then they can sell Pennsylvania beer, but they can't sell anything else. Mm. So it's like, it's like a, it, it's a way <laughs> cheaper liquor license. Uh, right. It's it, it's starting to get more popular because it's it's a liquor license can cost over a hundred thousand right. dollars in Pennsylvania. Right. Like now it's probably like three hundred thousand dollars. Like it's crazy. Right. So it's like, why the fuck would I pay for that when I could? I, and and. And it's a good way for a new business to be able to offer something. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like, if they're not just selling sodas, like, they can... Which um, you could always give away beer. There's You can give away two beers. I've I've played shows like that where it was, like, uh, free beer is available, a a donation is suggested Ah, to where you... You know what I mean? I'd like to make a donation, and then, yeah, I've definitely played shows like that yeah um, yeah and if you don't make a donation you're gonna wait a while for that waitress to come back <laughs> um but i i thought it was just a, a cool chill place where everyone anybody and everyone was kind of like welcomed accepted and just like could go up and just kind of do whatever they're gonna do and everyone's just kind of like kind of rooting for everyone and yeah you know i mean it, it was yeah there was all it seemed like i mean not that there was that much pressure at the right. other place but like right. it definitely it was even even less there right just like yeah this might be the spot to go first yeah yeah <laughs> there's like the... virtually no pressure at this point yeah exactly yeah exactly um yeah but... and pretty much all the pressure that we have is oh, we're putting it on ourselves by talking about it instead of just doing it true true which is which is uh why you know we're not announcing like a specific date because like this will probably come out like after it or yeah, who people, yeah, people aren't going to listen in in that order or whatever. But um, yeah, as most people listen to podcasts, they listen to new episodes. Any, I know I do. But if right. I listen to a new podcast, I'm listening to the most recent episode. Right. So the um, we're we're uh, we've kind of selected the date, and I feel like the next episode will either be the one leading up or the one just after. So I think yeah, yeah, I I, I think we're there, and and we're just kind of ready and itching to get started. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully, it gets <laughs> it gets better after the first time. Yeah. How's it been going practicing? I mean, I've been doing the same shit, just like a little bit here right. and there, but it's hard to tell. <laughs> right. My my problem is trying to figure out what to do because I'm I I think I can put together like four or five minutes, but then I'm like, what do I do after that? Like the next time I go up, do I just do more of that? I know. Stuff I was thinking about and... that. I'm like, fuck, like. Because how much are we gonna have to turn turn over material is a loose term for an open micer that think has our, no audience, <laughs> right? I think at our level, it's a lot more forgiving to just go up with the same shit over yeah, and over because yeah. because essentially that's that's yeah. But then it's like that's gonna be in our fucking head. That's the that's like the only negative about this right. is if we could do an open mics in front of the same people, we that's, are gonna have to do. Thing, we yeah. are gonna have to make up, <laughs> make, you know, yeah. write more jokes because. 
Who yeah. the f- what we're we gonna sit here and tell the same jokes over and over again to the same people? Like, right. If if you don't add anything to it or change it in any way, there's no point in doing it again. Yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah, th- I think um, it's it's a welcome pressure because I think it's gonna force us to do sure. more. At least add tags or you right. know right. <laughs> so like that's my process right now is figuring out what I want to do for the first time and then what, what is ready to even, to even do. And then am I holding anything back for like the second time or third bag and that kind of thing. So I'm I'm kind of like right now I'm in the selection process. Yeah. I'm I'm selecting. And then once I actually say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'll probably start um, going a little harder in terms of like practicing. Yeah just out loud and actually literally word because you can do it on paper all day long. Uh-huh. But then when you go to speak it, you're like tripping over words. You're oh, like, yeah. Oh, it sounded good on paper, but speaking, uh, maybe I could swap this word out or say this in a different yeah. way or yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It's wild. I think I said before, it's like even just by myself, I'll, I, cause I have a couple, I have like a, I have a bunch of shit written down. But, like, I have a couple, I have two, like, bits that accumulate to about four minutes if I went slower. And it's like, fuck. If I, and I'm in my head, I'm like, wait a second, what if I go too fast? Mm -hmm. Like, what if I, because usually when you're nervous, you'll burn through, like, stuff. You'll, like, go, you'll talk faster. And then, and, 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 and all of a sudden, you just did, like, three minutes. Like, oh, shit. Well, that's done. But essentially, it's not like you can't just be like, oh, that's all I got for you guys. Bye. And just fucking, what you know, like it's, right. you know, it's forget. It's not like you, it's a rigid five minutes or whatever. Right, but. right. Yeah. I think, I think this one will be good. Or I think it was good to go to this one for sure. Because I think the, the first one that we went to, people were more polished. So it was a little more intimidating. And it was like, oh shit, we, have to be at a certain level before we can even be here. Yeah, yeah. To where this one felt like... Yeah, not, and it's hard to again, say. Again, not in a shitty way, but well, it, it, it felt like you could kind of go up and do anything to because you are literally just trying it out. Yeah. So, like... And it felt like maybe we're just overthinking it and, like, we won't know until we actually just get up and just Yeah. Do well, it. and definitely a lot of the people weren't... They were just kind of like all right, I'm going to work some of this shit out. Like they were like, they weren't like maybe right. cause I know there was a lot more people at the one in Harrisburg. Right. Like what? Twice the amount of people at least. Right. Right. So they, I was thinking it was like 32 there mm-hmm. here. It might've been like 10 Fif- or something. Fif- I forget. Yeah, it, was, it was like 15. Was it 15? 20. Okay. 20. So it was Definitely like about, it was yeah, yeah. closer to half or maybe more, but yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I, my biggest fear is uh, like fucking just going up there and freezing. Right. That's right. the last thing I want to do. That's why I definitely wanted to like try to practice because I'm not used to public speaking in any fucking capacity. So, right. so like I'm kind of like, you know, it's still, it can still happen. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd rather not look like a fool. <laughs> but but I, it was cool. It was cool because it seemed like that's a place where it's acceptable to look like a fool. Absolutely. Yeah. And see, that's the funny thing. It's like, it's like, like I don't, saying, I'm not worried yeah. about it like i'm right, not right. legitimately worried about it but i'd prefer to try to like be mm-hmm. s- at least smooth 
like you know yeah yeah like like in harrisburg people were like fleshing out thought out bits it seemed like people were presenting premises here yeah and just kind of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and then if something kind of like got something like they might go into it a little more um which i mean we don't know maybe maybe that's how you have to do it maybe that's how you you kind of stumble across the magic or how you Mm -hmm. kind of um come across shit that works is just literally by doing it like we can think about it all day and every day and that's what we've been doing but like it's just i guess just time to time to do it yeah for sure (laughs) yeah we definitely gotta gotta jump that's that's for sure right yeah i definitely i mean i have like a few like bits that Mm -hmm. like basically two bits that you know and i don't know how funny they are i don't know how many what would be you know what would be considered a punchlines there are but they're kind of stories i don't know Mm -hmm. for lack of a better term but yeah so i don't know I have like a couple other ones, but I've been like timing myself doing them too, mm-hmm. just so I know how much time it is. Right, right. So you know, and then the two that I plan on, st- I do have two that I want to start with, but they um they accumulate like four minutes. So as long as I just if I just take my time, it'll fill out the five or whatever. And I'm not like you know, if it's if it only takes four minutes, then I'll just say that's all I got and mm-hmm. move on. Like there's I'm not gonna like stand up there and try to like do crowd work with a bunch of <laughs> with a bunch of like comics. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So I don't know. I've kind of been trying to play with the idea in my head of like what exactly I want to like. So comics, you kind of fall in categories. Mm-hmm. Uh. There's like one liner slash joke writers like Mitch Hedberg, Stephen Wright, yeah. Jesselnick. Yeah. That kind of comedy. And then there are storytellers, uh, Segura. Yeah. And like, um, and then kind of in between, there's people who kind of make some kind of statement or point with their comedy, like where they're trying to speak to more societal things. Yeah, like yeah. politics, religion, etc. Um, and I'm trying to think of like because that's my experience. I'm trying to approach it like music. Like, do you want to be like a Slayer where it's like all metal all the time? Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, and they're great at what they do. Or can you switch it up? Like we were talking about. Um, Neil Brennan, three mics. Yeah, yeah. That special was kind of like it was a very deliberate and literal presentation of three, three very three different, different types things of you can do. And I started to wonder, like, can you, as a comedian, like go up and tell a story, and then drop a one liner and like do these things and like choose an order as a band, like say a metal band that does metal but then can drop a ballad yeah and then kind of drop like a medium pace thing that's probably a three minute a three minute song followed by a six minute song and vice versa like i'm trying to approach it in that way like it it feels like it's really hard but i feel like i feel like that's where my brain is trying to go 
I don't have anything that's like longer, like story form. Yeah. I have like a couple things that are maybe like longer, but still like maybe only a minute or two. Mm -hmm. But then I feel like I also have things that are like literally just like a statement or 10 seconds or so. So like, yeah, yeah. That's where I'm at. I haven't done too much practicing in terms of performing, but I'm trying to develop, I guess, quote unquote, my voice. It sounds yeah, so like yeah. cliche and like yeah, yeah. cheesy. Like I'm trying to find my voice, but I'm trying to find like. I mean, that's what you have to do. Though. I mean, uh, we've listened right. to uh, like comics talk about this. Right. That is what it essentially. That's what it is. I mean, you got to be yourself up there because right. it, it's not like like music. I mean, Slayer's a good fucking br- thing. I mean, isn't that dude? Is that just a rumor that he's like very religious? He's, uh, I think, Catholic, but fairly religious. Yeah, but there's so you a ton of think like, that when you hear fucking Slayer. Like, there's a ton of music. evil satanic imagery yes. and stuff like that, but it's also like, that's just like so the you, art. Yeah, he's with, not necessarily like condoning sure. it or, or yeah. anything, or he's not like, it's not hypocritical in the sense where he's singing, preaching Hail Satan and no, then no, also yeah, going yeah. to church on Sunday. It's just like, he's a Catholic, but this this art is separate. Yeah. From him and and deserves to live in its own right. Definitely. And with like comedy, that doesn't really, that's not what you do. Like, that's not really like Mm -hmm. comedians. I mean, I can't even think of a single comedian that isn't authentic. Like, authenticity is like pretty much like fucking one of the most important things. Right. I I can't think of a single, besides like, I, I not even one. Not, I can't think of like any that aren't they still have it's them up there like it's them that's why there's so many different types of comedy there's so much there's mm. so many different com- comedians because they're all themselves like it's what they think is funny and that's that's why I kind of want to make sure I just what I, I think it's funny so let me sell you on this like I think this is a funny take right right let me fucking I, I'm gonna make you think it's funny like that's kind of what we're supposed to do essentially right, right as difficult as that is gonna be but <laughs> like my <laughs> no, that, that totally makes sense yeah you yeah. know what i mean like it's just like and luckily i mean maybe we have an edge because we're adults because like i mean dave Chappelle started comedy at 16 so he had to fucking i thought it was 14 it might have well, been well, teen, i mean either way he teens. was doing okay. i think he was doing shows at 16 maybe right. 16 17 right so like probably Bill but, Hicks was like sneaking out of his parents' house to go that's do. Wild. Like, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. Really so cool. like, and yeah, that's another very authentic fucking. I mean, they're all mm-hmm. yeah, comedians are almost always. I, I can't think of one example that wouldn't. It probably wouldn't want to mention it anyway. Right. <laughs> it's not the best thing to be like. Oh, they're super unauthentic. <laughs> but even like even one joke writer dudes, like even guys who write jokes, like like Mitch Hedberg, he that was he was very unique. Like it was goofy. He was he was fuck. That was. Right. He had a voice, and that's who he was. Like, it's just anybody, you know. I can't think of any comedians that are like totally different people off stage. <laughs> like, he, there's a big part of you up there. I actually uh, speaking of Hedberg, I saw something. Somebody uh, posted um, a name one Mitch Hedberg line that like kind of lives in your head, rent free or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Patton Oswald uh, responded with, um, "Fuck, what was the joke? It was." Uh, if you are a tightrope walker and trip on a sidewalk, that is unacceptable. 
That's so, he's so, so fucking funny. That's so good. I there's I could never like do that. I mm. there's I could never set up punchline like that. Part I of, just don't think. Right. I mean, if I fucking came up with something, I I would use it. Right. But I just don't. I did none of my shits like that. Part it's of his mostly, charm was the delivery too. Oh my like, god! Just yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> It's so funny. I imagine hanging out with that dude was probably absolutely hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, like mostly, I mean, the shit that I have, like a lot of it's just like kind of an idea, a premise, and then just like elaborating on it over and over again, like which is different jokes or like funny th- things I think is funny about. Like well, the first, I guess I'm going to stuck. It's going to be hard to like my name's Sean Dickensheets. So it's going to be difficult to go on stage and not mention that around mm. people that don't know me. Right, right. Like, oh, Sean Dickensheets is coming up here. Do I, can I really go up there and not say anything about that? So I kind of have like a few minutes on a joke about that. And just like, basically I have jokes about how I don't have jokes about it. Like, <laughs> cause it's, it's not much of a, you know, there's not much there. It's just whatever. It is what it is. Like, mm. there's not really... There's not much you could do with that without being hacky. <laughs> so I don't know. But, you know, and it's just, it mostly the, it kind of like the whole, I most of it is about, most of what I have that I think I'm going to do, unless I fucking bitch out and do something else, but it's like mostly about like my, me and why I'm doing comedy. Like it's almost just like a, just jokes about that, like just right. general shit so i don't think i think that'll come across because it is authentic you're you're not like you're not trying to like put on a show and do a song and dance you're just like you're just talking yeah well i I think i think think that's like the harder thing with because they always say uh rock stars always want to be comedians and comedians want to be rock stars or whatever Mm. but like I, i like definitely I mean, for a, if you were in a band, I mean, you could just be, you could just, you could, you know, your art can be very separate from, but like, like, like I said, comedy, I don't think it's even possible to be separate from your art. I mean, right. I, can you think of anybody that's not, it's literally everybody's just there, them, you know? Yeah. There is, I mean, I, I, I mean Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only example I could think of. There's a there's a few that um that develop a stage persona, but sure. it's it's one that they can pull off convincingly, so where it is still authentic. Yeah, but it's also and it's what they think is funny because it's not like somebody's gonna like like right. Anthony Jeselnik, right? Or N- Natasha Leggero, like she enjoys fancy things, but she plays it up true al- yeah. almost as a character on stage to where it's it's an act. It's still partly her, yeah. But, but she'll like is, she'll wear uh-huh. the gloves, and she'll kind of have like a mannerism of talking that's like, um, yeah, yeah. Like the joke with uh, she calls out the guy for wearing the um, the Call of Duty headset. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "How old are you?" And he's like, thirty or thirty-five. And he's yeah. like, uh, "When Napoleon was your age, he conquered half of Europe." And like, but <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. but in that very like. She's almost yeah, presenting as like a classy rich lady. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so there's, but it, it still feels authentic to her. Yeah, yeah. Like it's. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's, she thinks that's hilarious. I mean, I think it's hilarious too, I, but she yeah, thinks me too. it's very funny. Like <laughs> my wife does too. Yeah, yeah. Having a headset wearing dork for a husband. So yeah. <laughs> 
It's most dudes. A lot of, a lot of dudes. <laughs> right. It's right, not right. that dorky. Right. It's pretty dorky. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I still stand by it. So <laughs> I don't fuck Call of Duty. I hate that shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> right, right. But in, no, in terms of gaming and wearing, yeah, wearing yeah. a headset, I mean, that's just how you have to do it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, how else are you going to talk to you? But there's friends? also no way to do it without. Without looking, looking like, like a dork? Yeah, pretty much right. now. It's yeah. It's actually almost worse if you don't. Because it's like, you're doing this by yourself, you <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> what are you playing, Skyrim? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go to settings. How many hours have you put into this game? <laughs> oh, that's always depressing to look at. That's I don't know what's more depressing. Like, when I fucking say something that ages me, and and or if I've, like, looked at how many hours. It's like... <laughs> Wow. All right. All right. What else could I done with those hours? <laughs> <laughs> no, I stand by it. I always stand behind video games. I'll play that shit until I die. Right, right. There's no way. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, you've seen what people do. What, what <laughs> they read books? Fucking losers. Right. <laughs> Actually, I've been reading the book. It's really good, but... Nice. <laughs> what book? Um, Mr. Mercedes. Stephen King. Oh, book. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, did you read that? I, uh... I've done a lot of books on tape. Oh yeah, Jesus. So I've had i have listening to Stephen King on tape. It's good. <laughs> I like, bet it is. Well, not, does he, does he, not does tape. He say it? Not tape, but um, you know. Oh, I, mean, I like guess they don't call it that anymore. <laughs> no. You just aged me too, right? <laughs> uh, audiobooks. Yeah, audiobooks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've listened to most of the recent Stephen King stuff. I've, I've listened to yeah. on that series. Mister Mercedes um, uh-huh. is part of a whole series. And yeah. I've listened to, I, and I, I fucking, yeah, I've listened to all those, yeah. I picked it up, and I don't. I'm glad that I looked it up because I read, I picked up. Uh, what's the second one? Uh, Jesus Christ, Finders Keepers. Yep, yep, yep. And something told me that it had a relation to another book, and I was like, "Well, this is weird. Why am I feeling this way?" I was looking at like it's it was advertising something else in a Hodges series or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, let me look this up. I hate that when I, I wish it would say this is a part of another fucking series. Right, Cause I almost right. started with that. And I looked at, when I looked it up, they said it doesn't matter. Like you would still, it, it's not true, super but, important, but I don't want to still rather. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather fucking listen. So I looked it up yeah. and was like, Oh, I need to start with this one. I had that one too. Mm-hmm. Cause I have like a bunch of books that I haven't read yet. I just have so many, but yeah, and I'm real. I'm like, dude, I fucking am breezing through that. It's, mm-hmm. I try to read fucking other authors. There's very few authors I like. Stephen mm-hmm. King's just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I'll try to read. I like Dean Koontz, mm-hmm. but his stuff is like, I, I don't, I mean, you know, I, it's, I'm a Stephen King fucking fan. And that shit, it's like, I'll read, it takes me longer mm-hmm. to read other people's books. Nice. But this one, I'm literally three quarters of the way through, and I think I pick it up Monday. Nice. So it's like four day. I like I am almost, and this is unbelievable. I'm a slow fucking reader. So it's like <laughs> if I really wanted to, I could probably finish this book within a week, which is wild for me. I've never been that type of fucking reader. Right. But it's just it's real, and I like the short the short chapters. I don't know why it just seems to go quicker too. Mm-hmm. And it's like you could pick it up for like ten minutes, which I'll do with chapters that are fucking. 15 pages long but it sucks it just feels like incomplete when you don't finish a chapter yeah yeah uh pacing can definitely keep you in a book if the if the chapters are a little quicker like 
I'd say, yeah. If yeah. if they're super long, it's easy to be like, okay, well, I can pick this up at another time. But like, if it ends before you think it does, and it kind of leaves you with uh, what's happening next, it's just gonna keep yeah, you for sure. Keep it's gonna make you keep reading. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and this one definitely has a lot of short chapters. I've been fucking blowing through it. <laughs> uh, it takes a special type of... I've, I I always forget. I mean, I shouldn't, but it's like I, I'm always reminded in some of these books when he talks about some shit. It's like, Jesus Christ, dude, you're a fucking lunatic. Like, I think I'm crazy. <laughs> this, Stephen King is out of his goddamn mind. Like, it's like just the shit. The dude, you didn't even... This was so unnecessary. <laughs> like, this is so crazy. Just like the wildest shit I've ever read. Mm-hmm by not even close like it's almost worse than like watching like killer movies like people fucking getting ripped in half is less crazy than getting in the minds of some of these characters right right it's just wild shit but yeah i don't know how we got here but but, uh on a on a side note uh flipping the flipping the darkness switch from from stephen king and uh I saw this show on Netflix that is so goddamn wholesome. <laughs> like, I like felt like I would need to like punt a kitten to like <laughs> balance out my equilibrium. Yeah, yeah. Of like my usual like taste, dark internal like soul. <laughs> uh, but it is so undeniably like wholesome, feel good. Um. It's on Netflix. It's called uh, Old Enough. Yeah. yeah it's a Japanese show, okay. and it's so Japanese in the best way. Yeah, I know what you mean. I kind of, yeah. It's so amazing. I love everything Japanese. I love Japanese culture. I love Japanese food. Yeah. Like love sushi. Uh, fucking heck. Um, <laughs> all, all Japanese food. Like, it's, I, I love the culture. and Yeah, I fuck with I, some anime right. myself. I, From I, here and there, not too much of the newer stuff, but when it, I was a kid, I loved Dragon Ball Z and shit. In general, I'm annoyed with, like, all the... America, like nationalism with like uh-huh. our our heritage like our heritage is like a couple hundred years old and like asian countries are like thousands yeah. of years oh old. yeah that shit's so interesting in terms of culture like we are fucking toddlers oh yeah well <laughs> like, and i you know, yeah I, like I, the be- best yeah. thing i like about american culture is it's all the culture <laughs> because you can come here and it be anything right like right. any all the cultures here like there's fucking chinatown Right. Like literally, you can be in America in most, in most and be major cities in yeah, China. China. Like, right, right. you know, so that's like the sick thing about it, which I don't get how that gets lost on so many people. But whatever, right? My big goddamn because because America, yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the show it's so good. So it's it's called Old Enough. So each little episode will track uh, like little toddler's journey of doing something on their own. So they will take like a three and four, Sounds real awesome. three or four year old, and the mom will kind of give them a mission. Like you have to go to the store and get like these three or four ingredients, and they just send them off on their own. Now they're safe. There's safety in it. You don't have to be scared for the kid because they're followed by a camera crew, production. Yeah, no doubt. They're followed by a crew, but they have to cross a street. They have to go into a store and find these ingredients. <laughs> And give and give Why? money, give money and yeah. get change and My stuff. My fucking mind instantly went to like, so do you find out how shitty the parents are because they didn't teach them to look both ways and they get fucking railroaded by a car? Like, no, no, it's it's perfect. Like, sorry, they, we were just talking about Stephen <laughs> King in my, in my defense. <laughs> Um, yeah. It, it Spoiler could, alert! Don't read Pet Cemetery. <laughs> there could definitely be a dark version of this show. 
but the mom actually gave the kid a flag. And, like, this kid, like, will actually go to the crosswalk and wave this flag, and traffic stops. Like, it's so good. And that's why Japan is better, because they actually stopped. Yeah, yeah. In America, if a little kid went to the side of the road waving the yellow flag, <laughs> he'd get shit thrown at him. Yeah. like, fuck you, kid. Get out of the way. I'm trying to get to work. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> why am I going to stop for you? But, no, traffic stopped. Yeah, definitely. Let- that's what I would do. Right. <laughs> Traffic stopped. Let this little kid cross the road. He goes to the store. He's like, what did I have to get? And he's like going. He kind of looks at something that he wants. And he's like, he finds, oh, I, I remember she wanted this thing. And she and they go around and they actually do it. And the joy when the kid actually like comes home from having done that. And the parent just like losing the shit like. Like the parent starts crying. Like I sent my three-year-old to the store and they were able to like gather what I needed, give money, get change and bring the change back. And it's wild. And, um, and Kate made a good, uh, point. Like (laughs) one episode was this, uh, family that owned, uh, I want to say it was like an orchard or something. Okay. So they're, the family is working in the field and typically they take like a tea break um or juice or the, they'll they'll juice the fruit that they're um harvesting mm-hmm. and like add it to tea or whatever but it's yeah. somebody's job to bring the tea so they can all kind of take a break in the field and do tea they send like a 3 or 4 year old back to the house to make the tea yeah, and squeeze yeah. the fruit this kid was hilarious because, like, some of the others were just, like, they just did the thing. Yeah, yeah. This kid started playing with all his toys. He started going <laughs> outside and chasing a dog around. Yeah. Like, he was supposed to just, like, go make the thing and bring it back. <laughs> so he starts wandering around chasing the dog, starts playing with his toys. He gets grabs a snack. He just starts eating. And, like, the mom keeps calling the house. Where are you? And he's like, I'm, I'm almost done. <laughs> like he's, I'm, I'm making it. She's like, you're making the, you're making the juice. And he's like, yep. And he hasn't even like looked at it. <laughs> but he eventually like realizes like, all right, I got to start actually doing what I was here to do. He does it. And, and it's like six or seven people who were expecting this. And he makes like a batch to where like everyone would get a sip. Yeah. yeah. But he's like three or four years old. Yeah. But yeah. he actually does the thing and he brings it. And Kate made a good point, like, they were all, like, just super happy and encouraging. Like, you did it. You did it on your own. You may not... They they poured the little sip for everybody, and everyone had it, and everyone cheers. So, like, yeah, you yeah. did a great thing where uh, I feel like a lot of families here, like, that aren't on a show being produced like that are, like... Yeah. What did you do? You took forever. You made, you didn't even make enough for everybody. It's like shame, shame, shame. Like shitting on the kid for like, it's like you just sent him off to do that for the first time ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and like he still managed to come back and do it. But this was very like, they were all like, great job. Like, you know, cheersing. Like everyone had the little bit of sip and treated it like it was the best thing ever. Yeah. And like I said, it just so feel good and wholesome if if you're watching a lot of dark stuff and just like i need something (laughs) that's gonna make me smile and like almost cry in a good way like yeah it was so wholesome like that sounds really cool i just like i said i feel i felt like i needed to do something evil just to get back to like (laughs) my usual self like it took me so far out of my mindset yeah 
of rage and and <laughs> and evil that it was just like my god it it was yeah it was it was wild <laughs> yeah that sounds crazy I, that sounds really fucking creative whoever yeah. like came up with that premise or that idea or whatever right. the japanese because they're awesome at everything <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah and that's definitely how that would go in most 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 cases <laughs> right right yeah it, they wouldn't even have got that far they would have went after the kid for sure right <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> you spent all afternoon fucking off. Like you didn't even do what we asked you to do. You took forever and you held it up and you didn't even make enough for everybody. It's just yeah, yeah. Like that. I feel like not just the but like I feel like there's so much of the world that's like that yeah, that we need sure. more of the world that's just like you went and you tried. Yeah, yeah. You tried a thing, and maybe that's like what we're trying to do with. Kind of, I I don't think we're expecting the world to bow down to us as the greatest means, but like, fuck it, we tried. Yeah, you know, yeah. we did something that was weird, hard, scary, different, but we fucking tried. Yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, how many people just kind of like dream of just doing the wild, weird thing and just like don't. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, mean, I mean, if it wasn't for like what we're doing here, I probably would still be just thinking about it, fucking, to, you know, working. Right. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, like, we're kind of putting ourselves in a position that we can't turn back. It's just, like, you just got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, you know, yeah. yeah, we're going to have to commit. Right. I mean, I think we already are committed. It's just time yeah, to... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we just got to jump. Time to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, anybody just watch that show just to, just to get a little bit yeah, of feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely going to need that probably when I finish this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that'll be a good balance. Yeah, if you it'll, remember, yeah. <laughs> it restores your faith in humanity. Yeah. That's what it's like. Sure. It's so easy to just be like, can we get enough? Uh, can we stop with the talk of the, the imminent nuclear? Yeah. That, can we just get that? Can we, Can it just happen? Why are we prolonging? Like, just rip the band aid off. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, can yeah, we just yeah. get it? And then this is like, no, no. Like, now, may, hold maybe on. not. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe Putin will reconsider. Maybe <laughs> right. he just, maybe he meets a Ukrainian woman and she can fucking <laughs> fuck him, and he can, he can realize that Russia isn't the shit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, we tap in the bottom. I. Th- I th- <laughs> As about an hour, I think yeah. we're I think we're good. I think we hit it. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys check back next week, and uh, you'll find out where we're at there. Yeah, uh, I th- I think it's either gonna be we're like we're about to do it, like we could do one like right before, or or yeah, we sure. just we just did it, and this is how it went. But um, I think we're at the point now where. Yeah, we can't. I mean, we can only talk about it so much. Yeah. Yeah, we yep. can't keep building up to it. We'll, yep. we'll be assholes at that point. So <laughs> I think it'll be obvious that we're just trying to procrastinate, so yeah. we don't have to do it. We but. could just do this for like ten years. <laughs> we could just talk about about trying comedy. It, that would that would almost be a funny bit to go like twenty years and then be like, all right, do the first open mic, and then either it be so epic or it's just like. <laughs> I, w- I want to do it for 20 years saying like all right we're, we're doing it okay this is the week we do it and then we go up and just look out in the crowd and say <laughs>